0: Welcome to the Fitness Food Collective Podcast with Gina Day, where I teach you how to ditch the diet for good, leaving you feeling healthy, confident, balanced, and fully transformed from the inside out. Are you ready to transform? Let's go. Hey, everyone. Yay. 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 I'm so excited to have you here with me right now listening to the very, very, very first episode of this podcast. So let's get right into it. This is episode one and we are talking all about stress today. How stress affects our mental health. So May is actually mental health month. I just did a five-day challenge inside my Facebook group and what we did was we took each day and we dedicated it to a specific topic that was specifically related to mental health. So the five days, I did a topic a day and then we had a little worksheet, a little challenge that we did inside of the group. And it was really amazing. There was just so much participation and collaboration and connection going on. And so the five factors that affect mental health that I included in this challenge are nutrition, exercise, the gut brain axis, stress, and sleep. And today we are talking all about stress and what happens to our body when we become stressed out, signs to look for when it's really been too late. And then once it's been too late, what we're going to do about it once we've reached that point. So i Obviously, we all know that stress is a normal part of life. If you have a pulse and you are breathing, then chances are you have experienced stress, you will experience stress, or you're experiencing stress right now at this very moment. So you can feel stress in your body when you have too much to do or when you haven't slept well, if you're worrying about your job, if you're worrying about money, your relationship, Maybe somebody in your in your family is sick or just dealing with a difficult circumstance. Everything that we can worry about or think about in a negative way, that's going to produce a stress response inside of our body, whether we want it to or not. So our body basically responds to the strains that we put on it And it releases chemicals that cause increases in blood pressure, heart rate, breathing, cell availability, blood flow to your muscles. So when you become stressed out, it triggers a release of chemicals and a response inside of the body that you can't control. What you can control is how you respond to certain situations to prevent this Stress response from occurring, and it takes work and it takes daily practice because we're so accustomed to reacting a certain way when we get hit with some news or when we are thinking about a certain situation. I don't know, maybe you hate your job and you just you're sitting at home on Sunday night and you're getting yourself all worked up, your body. Is releasing chemicals that's going to cause the stress response inside of your body so let's talk about first what the stress response is and then we'll talk about some coping mechanisms so that you can identify the stress before it's really too late the stress response is a biological function that tells your body that it is in danger not all situations are life or death. There are some that are. But the problem is when our body starts to get a flood of those chemicals because it thinks that it is in a life or death situation. And when we're in a high pressure situation and that internal compass is literally spinning out of control and freaking out, your body's going to react. And this is known as fight or flight. And what happens in fight or flight, everybody has heard of this. I mean, we've heard about this since I think like elementary school. We all know about what fight or flight is. And I mean, it basically goes back to when our ancestors were living in the wilds and they were exposed to you know, extreme weather or predators or really dangerous situations. This is what fight or flight goes back to. So the problem with modern day society is that our body's reacting to situations that literally are not life or death. They're situations that we are escalating inside of our minds and we might actually feel like we are going to die, but we are not going to die. The body is responding in a way in which it literally thinks it's in danger and stress comes and goes like daily stressors come and go our body seems to recalibrate itself everything goes back to normal and we're good but the problem with stress is when it really doesn't let up and you become so stressed out on a daily basis that it leads to chronic stress and when your body is experiencing chronic stress then It's going to create inflammation. So what even is inflammation? We hear this word getting tossed around all the time. The best way that I can explain what inflammation is, is think of it like this. Think about if you were to pour a bottle of maple syrup all over your keyboard right now and you left it there for about a week. So it is seeping in. All your keys are getting sticky. It's a little bit hardening up and it's going to get harder and harder for you to type on this keyboard. When you depress a key, it might stay stuck. Some of them might pop up, but slowly. It's gunky. It's slow. That's basically what inflammation is inside of the body. Things are not able to move around as fast. There's no room for blood to flow. Everything is just compressed, like it's like blowing up a balloon inside of another balloon with a whole bunch of gunk in between the layers of the balloons. So it's harder and harder for blood to flow. And when blood isn't flowing, well, then it's not shuttling off all of the neurotransmitters, the chemicals that Need to go here, there, and everywhere, all over the body, and the body starts working slower. So, obviously, we do not want that whatsoever. So, how do we prevent this from happening? Well, the first thing that I can say is to be self aware. Okay, you might be taking on a little bit more responsibility than you should or than you can. Maybe it's too much for you to handle. Everybody has a different gauge with how much they can handle and there just might be too much on your plate. It's okay to say no to new things. It's okay to say no to things that are already going on that you've already committed yourself to and you might have found that it's a little bit too much. It's okay to say no. If your mental health and your relationships with Yourself and your family are suffering, then it might be a good time to take a look at what's going on and really make a decision as to whether or not you can continue doing that. It's okay to accept that you're human. Shed this super mom, superman, superwoman urge to prove yourself to the world. You cannot expect perfection from yourself or from anyone else. And you need to really ask yourself, what really needs to be done? How much can I do? Is the deadline realistic? What adjustments can I make? Don't hesitate to ask for help if you need help. Another great way to deal with stress is through meditation. And I do know that some people really get overwhelmed with the thought of meditating, but hear me out. There are actually some guided meditations that you can do on YouTube that really help just quiet the mind. And the point of a guided meditation is to focus on what the person's saying, whether it's your breathing or light pouring through the top of your head and out towards your feet. Or maybe it's taking you through the forest on a peaceful walk, whatever the point of the meditation is is to get your mind off of the thoughts that are paralyzing you, the thoughts that are stressing you out, the thoughts that are giving you anxiety. And if you still have no luck with the guided meditations, then I highly suggest looking into brain entrainment. It's also called binaural beats. And what it is, is it basically syncs up both your brain hemispheres and puts your brain waves into a meditative state without actually meditating. So you're getting all of the benefits of meditation without actually meditating. And I do have five types of binaural beats on my YouTube page. So if you're interested in that, then look at the description and I'll put a link out there in the description of this podcast so that you can check that out and see what they're all about. And fun fact, I actually make my own binaural beats. So if you're looking for a pure tone binaural beat without any background noise, like rain or forest noises or waves crashing, if you just want that pure tone, then check out my YouTube and you can find five types of binaural beats on that page. And as far as I'm concerned, binaural beats is... The quickest way to accomplish a meditative state without actually having to put any effort into it it is so easy you just have to put on your headphones make sure that you're wearing headphones because it's one tone in the left ear one tone in the right ear and then your brain syncs up the two tones and it turns it into one tone that sounds like an oscillation And that's how the brain hemispheres become synced. It's pretty wild, but you do have to have headphones, earbuds, whatever. You can't just pop it on stereo and listen and think that you're getting the benefits. It needs to be ear to ear. And a few other things that you can do. I mean, you can exercise, you can get a hobby, you can talk to a friend, a family member, hire yourself a therapist. That way your friends and your family aren't judging you for what you're about to complain about. (laughs) I mean, it's good to vent. We all need to vent. We all need to get out what we need to get out. Otherwise, we're going to burst. We need to let it out. So however you need to let out your stress, whatever shape, whatever form, if it's talking, if it's physically, let it out. Okay, you can let it out physically with exercise. You can let it out physically with focus. If you get a hobby, or if you love to do puzzles, or if you love to paint, you can get it out that way by quieting the mind, taking the mind away from the thoughts that are bugging you out. That's the whole point of it. That's what We all need to find, and it can be multiple things. It doesn't have to be one, it can be multiple things. And these things actually seem really, really obvious as well, but they're proven to work. And that's the point, you know. And if you're finding yourself just like in a constant struggle with judgment towards yourself or judgment towards other people, then maybe that maybe you need to really let. Up on yourself a little bit more and become a little bit more flexible and a little bit more gentle, and give yourself a little bit more grace for mistakes, for arguments, for anything that's going to intensify under stress. Give yourself a little bit more grace because you're going to reduce the stress that you're feeling if you. Choose to meet yourself halfway, if you choose to meet somebody else halfway, because the fact of the matter is a problem is only going to intensify if you focus on the problem. If you can focus on a solution to your problem, you are going to be able to rise out of that situation and feel a hell of a lot better than that constant weight bearing down on your shoulders bearing down on your chest that weight inside of your gut all day every day and lastly in relation to that go easy on criticism go easy on criticism towards others towards yourself because a lot of times if we are expecting way too much from ourselves or other people then that's going to be accompanied with harsh criticism huge expectations Harsh criticism when it doesn't go as planned. So I know it sounds easier said than done, but try not to hold frustration or disappointment towards another person or even towards yourself if what you were trying to accomplish doesn't measure up to the image that you had in your head. I know I used to do this personally. If I had this huge expectation and glorious plan in my head and it didn't go as planned, then I became so frustrated and so upset and so just hurt that it didn't go as planned or it didn't go my way. I would start taking it out on everybody else. Like everybody else that I loved was suffering because I didn't know how to control my inner critic. And it was nobody else's fault. It wasn't even my fault, but I was becoming so critical and hypercritical that everybody else including myself was getting hurt from my criticism so just be careful if you recognize this behavior in yourself because i saw that i was hurting a lot of people that were close to me because i was so critical of the way things were supposed to be and my expectations were so high and if they if those expectations weren't met Then it felt like the world was crumbling down on me and it felt like my heart was going to explode and it felt like I was dying. So seriously, just watch if you do that. If you do that, the first thing you can do is recognize it and then figure out a way to pivot because taking it out on people that we love and blaming them or not even blaming them, but just not understanding how to direct our frustrations can really escalate a problem that didn't exist in the first place. All right, you guys, that's all I have for today and episode one. I'm so excited that we got through this together. And let me know, how do you deal with stress? How well do you deal with stress? And what do you do to decompress? I want to know. And If you want to join us over on Facebook in the private community, jump over there. It's called Fitness Food Collective. It's a private group. Click to join. I would be so honored to have you there and have you as part of the family. Thank you for listening to episode one.